Think Lego blocks, not the Sistine Chapel. We can all relate to building with Legos. First, you create a sturdy foundation and then let your imagination go to work. The same is true with branding. The foundation must be strong. You stand on that conviction day in and day out. This is your brand promise, your purpose, the vision, the motivation, and your target audience. In building a business, these ideas may evolve, but you aren't going to make seismic shifts without changing your entire business or business model. As you start building on the foundation, placement of the next blocks, such as your messaging, your logo, the colors, and your targeted tactics, those hold true with the intent of the brand. You can make adjustments that allow you to flex and respond to market influences, knowing it might just be a temporary change. Now, think of the Sistine Chapel. If the build were approached in the same way, we wouldn't have the chapel as it appears today. If you start moving blocks around, the whole thing will crumble to the ground. Successful brands are rooted in purpose and driven by the potential to make a positive impact on their customers. Welcome to The Pursuit of Purpose with Amy Austin. Each week, Amy brings you practical advice to embrace the power of purpose in all aspects of your business and transform it into the central storyline for your branding and marketing strategies. Brand and branding is often misunderstood. Sometimes it's confusing, frustrating, oversimplified. Confusing and oversimplified comes from a misunderstanding of what brand is and how you need to continuously work to build and sustain it. Frustration tends to come from the understanding that there is not a finish line or a check mark to indicate that the work is done. This last week, I came across a post by dailycreative.io of five necessary mindset shifts about branding. In my opinion, when you accept these shifts or these concepts, you are that much closer to clarity, consistency, and confidence in your brand. The first one is your brand is a journey. I already touched on this. There is no finish line. This is not a, a weekend trip, and this is not a vacation with a starting and a stop date. You will never check brand off of a to-do list or mark it as finished. Your brand needs continuous attention. It isn't even enough to say that brand and branding is a marathon. And it's not a sprint because both of those have finish lines. Every decision you make for your business will have an impact on your brand. Even decisions you don't think will have an impact who you hire for janitorial services. They are responsible for the cleanliness of your business. This is something that every person who walks through your doors will see and notice. How you respond when you find out the legal counsel you've brought on board has taken on a controversial case, one that doesn't align with your values. Do you offer financial support or volunteer support to a charity or a kid's sports team? Are the supplies for your product ethically sourced? Each of these questions will happen at various times during your business life, and each of these can have an impact on your brand. When I work with a client to align their values and purpose with their brand, our goal is to create a filter for them to run decisions through to ensure what they are considering doing 
whether it is operations, human resources, product development, research, or marketing, that those are all on brand and in support of the bigger vision of the company. No finish line. Unless the business closes. And I doubt that is the goal. How about this mindset? Branding saves you time and money. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard, I can't afford to focus on my brand right now. I need to advertise instead. Or I need to find more clients. Or I need to hire up on my staff. Guess what? Your brand should be a consideration with each of those activities. How do you know what to say in an advertisement if you don't know what your brand stands for? And how do you know where to place your ads if you aren't clear about your target audience? Which is a core piece of branding that is often viewed as critical but rarely viewed as part of a branding activity or a branding platform. Here is an example from a former client of mine. During our very first conversation, this client expressed frustration about some previous marketing work he had had done. He wanted a brochure developed and found a graphic designer to help do it. He had great expectations for what the graphic designer would do for him. In addition to design, he wanted the text perfected and a strategy for how to use the brochure. He wanted all that done for him by the graphic designer. Well, guess what? The graphic designer did what graphic designers do. Designed the brochure using the text and the direction that was given to him. But no editing, no strategy. And, oh, by the way, the designer had to create a look because there wasn't a logo, a color scheme, or a style guide to help them through the process. Had this client focused on brand work before creating a brochure, he would have saved a lot of time, all those back and forths with the designer that caused a lot of the frustration, and he would have saved a lot of money because ultimately he didn't need a brochure. This myth also reminds me of meal prep. When we do the work to prepare our weekly meals on the weekend, we spend less time, energy, and money on meals during the week. We have a plan and a guide to help us stay on track. Or another way to think of it is this. Your brand is an investment. As with most investments, you pay more upfront, but the returns on that investment in terms of both time and effort pay dividends for a longer time frame. You already have everything you need. This mindset might be a bit more challenging to embrace as true, but it really is. Our brands come from ourselves. It doesn't matter if you are building a personal brand or a corporate brand. It started to serve a purpose, to solve a problem, or to further a mission. And the reason for this is rooted in the knowledge that we have about the business. And as we work through building the business, the mission, vision, and values emerge. And from those comes the experience expectations. And while there may be continuous evolution of the business, the core remains the same. You know who needs the service. That's your target audience. Yes, you may refine the definition of your target audience as you learn more about them, but again, the core remains true. You have everything you need to develop your brand. What you may be missing is the outside perspective to make sense of it all, an unbiased view of what you are doing and why. When you are this close to something, 
Clarity can be challenging, but it's not impossible. Trust the process. Action brings clarity. As I just said, clarity can be challenging, but trusting the process helps. Clarifying your target audience comes from putting your product or service out there. The more you do, the more people you serve. The more you find out about who you like to work with and who you don't. And you find out more about their behaviors. What makes them come through your door for your product or service? Maybe it isn't quite what you thought it was. Trusting the process will uncover those nuances for you. The same is true for your messaging. The more you put it out there, the more you'll find out what works and what doesn't. Staying true to your core message and refining the words will bring you more success, more clarity, which then leads to a more consistent messaging to the right people. But without having done some of that early work about who you are, what you do, and why you do it, trusting the process can feel intimidating, and that may keep you inactive. The last mindset is this. Think Lego blocks, not the Sistine Chapel. We can all relate to building with Legos. First, you create a sturdy foundation and then let your imagination go to work. The same is true with branding. The foundation must be strong. You stand on that conviction day in and day out. This is your brand promise, your purpose, the vision, the motivation, and your target audience. In building a business, these ideas may evolve, but you aren't going to make seismic shifts without changing your entire business or business model. As you start building on the foundation, placement of the next blocks, such as your messaging, your logo, the colors, and your targeted tactics, those hold true with the intent of the brand. You can make adjustments that allow you to flex and respond to market influences, knowing it might just be a temporary change. Now, think of the Sistine Chapel. If the build were approached in the same way, we wouldn't have the chapel as it appears today. If you start moving blocks around, the whole thing will crumble to the ground. And if you think of your brand as the Sistine Chapel, where there is no flexibility to respond, pivot, or anticipate changes or tweaks necessary to achieve success, you will be putting up a barrier to your own success and sabotaging growth. I don't think you want that. These mindsets got me thinking about my role with my clients. My goal is always to get my clients to have a clarity of message told consistently so they are confidently growing their brand and their business, and that they are using the elements of their brand as a filter to all of their business decisions. One prospective client summed it up this way. She said, you're like a brand therapist. And another told me, I am more of a coach in the work that I do in defining brands and helping guide my clients to understanding who they are as it relates to a brand. But coach and therapist are typically associated with individuals who help their clients break through mindset barriers or challenges. So maybe that is what I am, a coach, a therapist, and a strategist. I think it's a bit of each. If you found yourself nodding your head in agreement or thinking, this is me, she's talking about me, during any of those mindsets that we are talking about, schedule a discovery call with me. I'm certain I can help you find clarity, consistency, and confidence in whatever mindset is holding you back. Here is a quick recap 
When you adopt these, you'll appreciate your brand and the actions you take to build it rather than feeling confused and frustrated. Number one, your brand is a journey. Number two, branding saves you time and money. Number three, you already have everything you need. Number four, trust the process. Action brings clarity. And number five, think Lego block, not the Sistine Chapel. And I want to leave you with this quote from Warren Buffett. It takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. If you think about that, you'll do things differently. This is the last episode of 2020. Thank you for coming on this journey with me this year. I ran some quick numbers and and the amount of people listening each week has grown significantly for me in the in 2020. And, and granted, I only had half a year in 2019. So of course, it's going to be bigger. But just looking at that last six months of 2020, as compared to the first six months of podcasting that I had in 2019, we've grown really well. And I appreciate that. And that's all due to you coming back week after week and listening. So thank you so very much. I appreciate it more than you know. I will be back with a new episode in early January, and here is some of what I know will be coming. I have recorded a conversation with PR expert Julie Livingston, and in this we discuss how implementing a public relations campaign can help further your brand strategy and connecting those tactics with your purpose makes the initiatives more valuable and interesting to the media. I'll also share my conversation with Kim Hamer, author of 100 Acts of Love and host of a podcast by the same name. Kim is an HR specialist who is focused on helping managers know how to be more supportive to a team member who has experienced a cancer diagnosis or other significant health diagnoses. Her commitment to this work comes from seeing firsthand the difference a supportive response can have on a cancer patient, her husband. As an HR professional herself, she knew she had the tools, resources, and understanding to make a difference. And the other episode that I'm excited to share is my interview with Scott J. Miller, former executive VP of thought leadership at Franklin Covey and author of Management Mess to Leadership Success. During this conversation, we talk about our branding philosophies, how he is working to build a brand for himself while still being connected to the Franklin Covey brand and our collective disbelief in the term rebranding. While each of these are very different, the common thread is always recognizing the value purpose and intentionality brings to the efforts. Happy holidays to all of you. My wish for everyone is a more prosperous 2021. This has been the Pursuit of Purpose podcast presented by Austin Marketing. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast player. Head over to amyaustinmarketing.com for links and resources mentioned in today's show, as well as ways to subscribe and connect with Amy. Thanks for listening.